Today's show is brought to you by Takamini Guitars. Check them out online at takamini.com. Welcome to this episode of Under the Marquee, coming to you from Nightbird Recording Studios in the underground of the Sunset Marquee Hotel in West Hollywood, California. My name is Chris Cope, and I've been producing an acoustic showcase called Live at Sunset Marquee for the past 10 years. The show features some of the best independent artists from around the country, and we just happen to have one of those here with us today. Head on your shoulder. Something so simple, but it means so much to me. So don't go changing a thing about you. Cause I think you're perfect, and I just want you to know you don't need to be a millionaire. Rich or poor, maybe I don't care. I just want you, you're like gold to me. That's a great way to introduce the podcast today. Bell Saint, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank I you like me. a lot of aspects of that song. <laughs> um, it's got Bruce Springsteen in it. Ah, I love Bruce nice. Springsteen. Yes. It's got, <laughs> I guess probably most importantly, it has a reference to whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, do, I do love my whiskey. Although my only objection to that song is not wanting fancy cars. Oh, Fair. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You lost me there. I get it. Well, I feel like a hypocrite because I sing, I don't need no diamond ring, and I literally have a diamond ring on I my hand I was just going to say that. That's a big, <laughs> old, huge diamond ring you have on your hand. I know, I know. I'm a hypocrite. So did you guys write that song together? We did not. No. no. She wrote that for her previous boyfriend. For the previous <laughs> yeah. one. Um, yeah. Sorry about that, Kyle. It's <laughs> too bad. It's a great song. I actually wrote it a great song's about a great song. Kyle, but it was before we were married, and, and he oh. ended up playing guitar on this song when we uh, had it produced mm, and everything. You wrote it about him? I know. It's so cheesy. I know. No, I don't, I'm we just don't thinking, usually like, reveal that side of it. But how like, does your feel old boyfriend feel about this now that he's heard you say that? Uh, well, he was Live kind of a dick. to my so millions <laughs> of fans. <laughs> He's you didn't know about it now or until now, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, actually, that's a outstanding song. Great. Uh, thank you for joining us on uh, Under the Marquee today. Um, we have with us uh, Kyle and Caroline from Bell Saint. 
and uh, they are live at Sunset Marquee alumni and super excited to have them in studio here at Nightbird Recording Studios in the underground of the Sunset Marquee Hotel. Welcome. Thanks for having us. You're very welcome. Yeah, thank you. You guys recently went out on tour with this album. I think you, you mentioned Vegas, uh, New York, Texas, and then yes. around around LA. Around yeah. So, um, and where did did you go back to Tyler? We did not, but we did go to. Um, we played a show in Austin, Dallas, and in Odessa. Odessa, Texas. In Odessa, Texas. Yeah. Uh, my old uh, high school buddy uh, is from Midland, Odessa. Oh no way! Yeah, we would go out into the oil fields out there, and we would um, shoot jackrabbits with. 22 caliber oh, rifles no. and shotguns and 357 because <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like what you do in midland odessa. that's what you do in midland odessa right. texas <laughs> um yeah so sorry for that <laughs> sorry bunnies um tr- trust me not many of them suffered because <laughs> yeah. oh, we were not good shots at the ages of 17 18 years old you toured around here i want to ask you um, and I and I like to ask the uh, artists that that uh, that are here in L.A. and they play around the different venues. Do you have a favorite venue? I mean, nobody treats you as nice as Sunset Marquee when you played live it's at true. Sunset Marquee, know, obviously. Man. But it's true. And oh, no, all kidding aside, is there a favorite venue that you like to in play in L.A. Yeah, or just in, LA. in general? Mm. Actually, both. Yeah. Both. Mm. You know, we've really enjoyed playing at the Bootleg Theater. Bootleg, yeah, I we hear really, that a lot. Yeah, they're great. Um, I mean, Hotel Cafe is also really great, too. Awesome people you know? over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. they, you know, they're not trying to take your payment away from you or be like, oh, you know what, we have an electricity bill, and, you know, sorry, we, I don't know, some <laughs> shady venues. Have in you all. actually heard that? Before? Oh, yeah, there's been, yeah. you got to pay for your electricity. <laughs> there, well, yeah, I don't know. Wow. There was, yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's probably emblematic of uh, a lot of the struggles that emerging artists or definitely another thing around playing around L.A. It's not venue specific, but a guy named Grant Owens Mm -hmm. that books a lot of shows around town has really been a great champion of of the Bell Saint music. Yeah, Um, whether it's Hi Hat or Madam Siam, he books quite a few different spots around. He used to do Peppermint Club back back in the day. Oh, cool. Um, He's been, that's like not venue specific, but a great like person we love working with for oh. shows around town. Oh, shout out for him. Yeah. Nice. He has shout a spot called, I think called We Found New Music that's really, really great of local, unknown, not unknown, un, <laughs> what, did, what was Unrevealed. It? Unrevealed <laughs> artist. I like Actually, that. Actually, that's probably not a yeah. good word. Or up and coming. Up and coming. Yeah, hear that too. Up and yeah. coming. <laughs> you guys are up and coming. I feel like you're emerging. Thank you. You're emerging, emerging. out of the up and coming. Yeah. You're about to be established <laughs> no with songs like that and a voice like that um you, you definitely should be oh, well, thank more you. on the side of emerging and uh and people being aware of your music so less on the side um, of bankrupt and yeah and broken and depressed <laughs> uh yeah because money fixes all of that i know right <laughs> money's the only thing that will make you happy yeah for sure <laughs> So you guys released uh, an album, what, uh, like a month or so ago? Yeah, October 10th. Was it October 10th? October 10th. Um, The EP Technicolor Dream. Technicolor Dream. And they can find it on, what, you have it on, like, Spotify? Spotify, yeah, for right now. Spotify, iTunes. It's like all... All streaming. All platforms, wherever you do music. Well, fantastic. (laughs) So is it thematic? I mean, is there a message in the album as a whole? Yeah, I mean, the overall feel of it is very empowering and and you know i used 
uh, we I co-produced a lot of it with Kyle. It, it kind of drew from a lot of my earlier influences from like listening to Nancy Sinatra and Johnny Cash. And um, I really wanted it to kind of reflect uh, my upbringing and bring a lot of those like tones from like the 60s and even like some like southern spaghetti western guitar in there <laughs> um so it's yeah the theme is kind of like empowerment but the, the overall tones and textures are kind of from you know drew like this from the 60s with some you know modern elements and um yeah it was kind of a this is my sound this is my brand so did you really like draw some inspiration from old like Clint Eastwood spaghetti westerns or something oh my like gosh. that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's uh no it's it's funny because you um I say this a lot on these podcasts and just in conversations with with people and I I mention like you got to listen to this band and they're like, "Oh, who are they like?" And I'm like, huh. I don't know. You know, you just listen to them. I mean, it doesn't really matter what they sound like. So where where did you grow up then? I grew up in Tyler, Texas. So like East Texas, kind of close to the Louisiana border. Um, kind of grew up on uh, like Johnny Cash and Elvis and kind mm. of that like blues, gospel, country, um, like Patsy Cline, mm -hmm. um, that kind of thing. Even like you seem too young to know Patsy Cline. <laughs> you must be a <laughs> you must be like a, a, somebody who really appreciates music, though. I mean, like oh. uh, past and present. It sounds like. Yeah, I did. I was I was lucky to have a voice lesson teacher that was really passionate about music, and she was really passionate about you know showing me like you know the classic Linda Ronstadt and Dolly Parton and mm. Patsy Cline. And growing up, she even said, like, you have a lot of similar elements to Patsy Cline. And a lot of my, like, growing up, people were like, you should sing country music. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, well, if I'm a female singing country music, that means I have to only be singing about, like, a guy leaving me. And I was like, <laughs> I want to sing about other things. And I thought in my head, I was like, oh, if I'm going to be a female country singer, that means I just have to sing about, like, men breaking my heart all the time right right and so but that didn't appeal to you it didn't appeal to me <laughs> but then as an adult it's still like it's still there whether whether i like it or not well um, and i think that's the what i like about your music is you can go in any direction yeah i mean i really feel like you could put out a, a country western song you could put out a pop song you could put out singer songwriter rock i mean you you really thank you um, and i've watched a lot of your videos online how did you come together i know you like each other i think you're right. married or something like yeah. that. we are we are married yeah <laughs> we met in 2012 um we met at just out of high school just out of high school yes just out of high school <laughs> we met and at a friend's house and found that there was like an instant bond like she was dating someone at the time so it wasn't like I remember thinking like, man, this girl's really cute, but <laughs> more importantly, it was more like, this girl's really rad. Yeah. And over the next like four years, like we toured, you know, traveling in different bands and even dating other people. But whenever our paths crossed, it was always so great. Um, it wasn't until like the end of 2016, we'd started dating by then, but end of 2016, when we started like kind of working together. And found that it, that was also a great fit. Mm -hmm. Where did the name Belle Saint come from? So initially, I wanted my artist name to just be Belle. I oh. wanted it to be short, feminine, but, but you know, also a little bit masculine or strong. And I wanted there to be mystery to it. 
Um, but then that Disney movie ruined everything. And just there was, <laughs> it was impossible to find online. I had to like, yeah, it was, yeah. And even anyone that wanted to work with me was like, this is going to be a, such a pain. Like with, like legally, it's going to be such a pain to keep this as your um, artist name. And mm -hmm. so I liked the idea of making up a word and having it be like my word. And so I liked the way bell saint sounded and when i googled it the only things that popped up were like really taco nothing. bell and yeah. <laughs> something else <laughs> i was like yeah perfect taco bell perfect it's a sign yeah, we're like great <laughs> yeah going back to um the album technicolor dream what's the first track on that one and why is that the first track so the first one we have on there is it's a prelude and it's just kind of a comp it's a mixture of uh, tones and textures and some interesting instruments that we sampled from. I even sampled things that my grandma would say. I had like recordings of her and I would kind of, uh, we mixed that in there. But then the first like official song in there is Sunshiny Rainbow. Mm -hmm. um, that one, I I wanted that one to be, I love the, the way, that, I love the guitar riff that it starts out with. It feels like the perfect introduction to the body of work and then also just like the song itself sunshiny rainbow i've always kind of been really really stubborn and but also like uh manic depression runs in my family so i feel like i fight so hard to be positive that it can be obnoxious <laughs> and so i was like and initially when we wrote the song i was like i feel like i've got this like obnoxious rainbow like what's an obnoxious way of saying like i've got this like mother effing rainbow but then i was like i'll say like sunshiny rainbow that but it's it's almost like but it also in, in a weird way is like a survival skill and i think it's mm. also kind of helped me in this industry to you kind of have to be a little bit nuts to you know face so much rejection and so much of the bs in this industry <laughs> and then to yeah. still wake up the next morning like yes let's do it again <laughs> like, i love this <laughs> yeah welcome to sales yeah <laughs> for real um it is i mean it's it's not it's not entirely unlike that i i talk to obviously a lot of artists and they are always um like what do i need to do what do i need to do i'm like mm, roll the dice get lucky but you got to keep you got to keep trying you got to keep um, chugging along and and putting yourself out there and be willing to uh, take the take the punches. But mm -hmm. I really love listening to and it's pretty much all I do anymore is listen to the artists that play at my shows. I only listen to their music and of course old you know classic music. But um, what kind of feedback have you had about your um, about the EP? I mean, so far it's been um, pretty great. I mean, people I think people really appreciate the you know there's so many so much time that we spent on getting the transitions right getting the we spent forever on the songs the tones the textures just everything being purposeful and even like the placement of songs and even the very last song much like my father um even the end of it is going to end up being the intro to the next dp like planning it out and so it's cool i mean there's a part of you that's like is anybody going to even notice that we spent all this time um, curating everything and, and making it, you know, reach our standards because, you know, 
there are a lot of people that can just kind of crank it out and people don't really tell the difference. <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, I think the people that really listen for those things, you know, even like people that love guitar um, or people that, you know, just love a good melody or a good like vocal performance. I think we've gotten a good, uh, good feedback from, you know, the gear nerds and people who just love musical theater and love vocal performance. And then the songwriters who love like, you know, the lyrics that we have in there. Um, so did you, did you, did you guys hear that Richard and Ev and, and AJ, you are gear nerds. Yeah. So. Yay. You now have a label. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Gear nerds um, unite. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so what I'm hearing you say is um, this album finishes and, and is the beginning of the transition for the next E e sorry, EP. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I think um, people will know about it now because millions of people are listening to my podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, what are you laughing at, Kyle? But they, well, because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask you, though, you sound like one of those artists that you're never done with a song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you are. Never. Okay. I don't actually think I've ever met an artist that's never done with a song. Yeah. But, uh, that's why when you all play live, you add these little little tidbits to it but i but i love that Thank because you. as a as a fan you look forward to those musings or those different ways of um delivering you know the the music to to the fans um we always look for something you know different than what we hear recorded so that's uh that's pretty cool what is actually kyle you tell me and don't look to her for an, for an answer <laughs> perfect what is your favorite song on this ep Ooh, favorite song Probably Sunshiny Rainbow, really? actually. I think production-wise, because um, she had written that with two other writers and mm -hmm. another producer. And when she was compiling the EP, we're like, she's like, I really love this song. And that song really like kind of set the tone for the rest of the production for everything. Um, she already hinted at the guitar part at the beginning, kind of setting the stage for like, oh, this is something a little different. Um, at least from for what's going on in a lot of pop, guitar is not really prominent like it used to be. Mm, yeah, it's not a good or a bad thing. It's just the way it is right now. Yeah. So I like that. I like. I, I think that song like sets a really nice palette for what Bell Saint is. Okay. So that's that's my favorite. Okay, that's a good yeah. answer. <laughs> Caroline, your favorite song from the EP? Nope, you can't choose the same one. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I think my favorite song is Can't Stop a Woman. Ah. Tell me the story behind that song, though. And it's you're using it. Is it being published somewhere? Or what? Right now, it's, um, well, it, it could be used in some things, but it hasn't It hasn't confirmed yet. So I'm hesitant to say oh, okay, where that's it fine. could yeah. be. But, um, well, I saw a pretty cool video on YouTube this morning of it. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, we did, um, so my friend is uh, started this nonprofit called Freedom in Fashion and they basically teach like kids that are coming out of like traumatic home situations or coming out of homelessness um most of them like young girls um who are wanting to get like into the fashion industry okay. she basically connects them with designers and help them like design their own lines and introduce them to different people and just like help them get um 
get jobs in that area. That's awesome. Um, she recently had an event, and I sang Can't Stop a Woman, and the girls did, um, like, choreography to it. Yeah. And that was really cool to see, yeah, really it, powerful. It's, uh, well, you can feel even the choreography really complements the, the, the song and the lyrics very well. So I actually was going to ask you, is that the video, like the official video of the song? But now I know it's not, but it could be. I, I mean, know. that's pretty cool. It could be. I yeah. mean, I'm, I've, I've got a few ideas rolling around in my head for the music video for that. But, um, yeah, there's definitely been some cool moments with, um, you know, with that nonprofit. And, yeah. Yeah. Outstanding job. Fantastic. Thank you, Thank so you for gracing yeah. this studio and our presence with such amazing, 
um, songwriting and and um, and vocals. Just beautiful. Thank you. I'm very. I almost wish that I had like issues with my dad, <laughs> so I could write good songs like that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you gotta like get get that whatever's in the room after a song like that out. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. break it up with the uh, comedy yeah um but uh no that was really fantastic thank um, you and uh i actually i'm a little bit speechless i don't even know what to say wow. uh, i don't even want to ask you what the motivation was behind that song i think we all know but um uh you mentioned though before you started it was like it's free therapy yeah that's um i, I kind of felt like i was in therapy with nice. AJ. AJ and I have issues with each other. <laughs> oh, man. You know. He takes all the does. credit for everything. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, AJ. Yeah. <laughs> the man oh. behind the scene. <laughs> um, so uh, I actually just kind of want to dive into another song already because I want to hear you sing some more. Cool. Um, Thank you. Do you um, uh, what is the next song you want to do? Hmm. Let's do Can't Stop a Woman. I feel like Light Gold to me might be too happy to go after that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I think actually Can't Stop a Woman would be great because we just talked about it. So, um, oh, yeah. And I think people want to hear it because it's... Uh, but now you get to hear it, all of my listeners, all millions of my listeners, <laughs> um, get to hear it live in studio, which is a little bit different than what you're going to hear on YouTube, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, and probably infinitely more passionate and intimate. Yeah. Baby, I'm not here to play the victim. And I never, never claim to be a saint. Somehow, all this pain has brought me wisdom. Walk through fire and you'll never be the same You can't bring me down, no, no, no Make me shut my mouth, no, no, no You should know by now You can't stop a woman Who's made up her mind We'll move the mountains if we're so inclined when we start a riot Don't act surprised Cause you can't stop a woman No, you can't stop a woman So don't even try Mind. We'll move the 
Thank you very much, both of you, for joining us to hear, uh, here today for Under the Marquee. Um, looking forward to hearing more uh, from you all. And I know you're not touring anymore this year, but looking forward to some dates you'll announce on your website, which is, what is your website? BillStMusic.com. Oh, that's why I couldn't find it the other day. I forgot the music part. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bill St. Music. And it's and then, the same socials, like social handle, Bill St. Music. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you, no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we're... Um, we just booked uh, a show at the Troubadour February 12th. Was it February 12th? It's either 12th or 13th. I, think I, it's the I 12th. believe it's the 12th. Have you played the Troubadour before? No, this will be my first time. So um, arguably my favorite uh, venue in the area. And yes. um, the people there are fantastic. The venue is fantastic. It's so good. The Black Crows are playing there. Yes. Oh, man. That's um, super cool. And unfortunately, my millions of listeners won't hear this until after the show is over because it's tomorrow. But, um, yeah, no, it's a really a, it's a great venue. Um, uh, major bands, you know, play there. So you're in good company. And yeah, very um, excited. I'm looking forward to attending the show myself. Yeah. You'll Thank have you. VIP tickets for me, right? Hell yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I always buy tickets. So, um, but I'll take a meet and greet. Absolutely. Um, oh, and we also have um, a music video for Like Gold and Me coming out in about a month or so. Oh, terrific. Yeah. So we'll, um, we will definitely share that on our social media um, channels for Under the Marquee, for Sunset Marquee as well. And um, looking forward to hearing more from you guys thank you very much for coming in again today yeah thanks for having us yeah it was a pleasure cheers that's a wrap on this episode of under the marquee to hear more great music from other independent artists visit us at live at sunsetmarquee.com where you can also rsvp for one of our upcoming shows i'm your host christopher cope and remember the best music in the world is seldom heard between 88 and 108